Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. We are continuing with our theme, um, even if uh, we are in uh, Holy Communion. Ordinarily, we were supposed to be introducing a new theme, but um, I felt like we just need to continue with with this theme on the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, we are going to today talk about the acts of the Holy Spirit. The acts of the Holy Spirit. You know, um, the book of Acts is normally referred to as the Acts of the Apostles. The book of the Acts of the Apostles. But actually, it is... Uh, proper to refer to it as the book of the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Because in the book of Acts, um, I believe there are even uh, more than 50 references to the Holy Spirit. Showing that anything and everything that the disciples and the apostles did, uh, they did so um, as empowered and equipped by the Holy Spirit. From the very first chapter of the book of Acts, we see uh, them, including Jesus, you know, pointing everyone to the Holy Spirit. And in chapter 2, of course, we see how uh, he was poured out upon all of them and so forth and so on. And we are going to be talking about the acts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Acts of the Holy Spirit. Let's let's read Isaiah chapter 59 and verse number 19. Isaiah 59 and verse number 19. The Bible says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west, and his glory from the rising of the sun. Mbumalang. And then it says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Amen. Um, they normally say that that comma is misplaced. It's supposed to be uh, after in, you know, when the enemy comes in. And then like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word this morning. We pray that you may speak to us and that you may challenge us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Last week, Bazalwanda, we, we did establish the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ in the book of Acts 1 and verse number 8, speaking to the apostles, he says to them, they shall receive power. They shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon them after that the holy spirit has come upon them and this is after remember that he after his resurrection he breathed on them and he said receive the holy spirit and in acts chapter number one just before he ascended uh, to the right hand of the father he says to them not many days from now actually he tells them that you are going to receive power from on high and he tells them 
that you know it is, this power is going to come as the Holy Spirit comes upon them. And we did explain that you know the Holy Spirit is first with us before we are saved, then he is in us when we are saved, and then there is another dimension to it when he comes upon us and that is when he empowers us right so that we can experience his his power uh, this is what uh, uh, john the baptist uh, meant when he said i'm baptizing you with water but he said uh, the one who is coming after me he is going to baptize you with the holy spirit and with fire so as a believer don't rob yourself of what is available for you in the person and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. You need to know that after you are born again, of course you have received the Holy Spirit. But more than that, uh, you have got to also move on so that you can be also baptized with the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us, you know, I'm sure you will remember this scripture when God, uh, when, when the Lord Jesus Christ was saying, I think it was in Matthew 7, that uh, if we know how to give gifts to our children, how much more will the Father give us the Holy Spirit when we ask him? Amen. So, and, and he gives us this gift of the Holy Spirit or the promise of the Holy Spirit through the person, Jesus Christ, when he baptizes us with the Holy Spirit so that he can also not just be in us, but also he can come upon us. And so that he can begin to operate in and through us in the same way that he did even in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Acts chapter number 10 and verse 38, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So even, you know, all the things that the Lord Jesus Christ did, when we see him casting out devils, when we see him raising the dead, when we see him healing the sick, it was because of the person and the ministry of the Holy Spirit as well uh, that was upon him as well. Remember that when he himself was baptized uh, by John, the Baptist, the Bible says when he came out of the water, the Holy Spirit came upon him in a form of a dove. And immediately after that, that's when he proclaimed, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. So each and everything that God is expecting us to do, he does not want us to do so in our own strength and power. But he has given us the Holy Spirit. Now, it is important for me to emphasize, Bazalani, that the Holy Spirit in you or the Holy Spirit within you and upon you, those are two separate experiences in as far as the Holy Spirit is concerned. So when you are born again, of course, I'm, I'm going to um, re-emphasize this. When you are saved, you have received the Holy Spirit. He is on the inside of you, but God wants to continue. That's why even when it comes to the disciples, there were two separate uh, uh, incidences here. Jesus resurrects and then he breathes on them. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. 
But after that, he then tells them to go and tarry in Jerusalem because he wanted the Holy Spirit to come even at the higher dimension upon their lives so that he can empower them to be able to function, uh, let's call it at a supernatural level, because of the Holy Spirit upon them. Are we here? And this is when the Holy Spirit comes to release or to impart different anointings upon our lives so that we can see his power at work. Amen. So we, we see the same phenomenon, Bazalwana. Also, I'm going to take you through some few incidences in the Old Testament when the Holy Spirit came upon different individuals just so that you can see how when you pursue God to uh, pour out his spirit upon your life at this dimension, how you can benefit from it. So when the Holy Spirit is upon you, it gives you, like I said, different kinds of anointings in a particular season. It can be an anointing for leadership. It can be an anointing for warfare, an anointing for victory, an anointing for deliverance, an anointing for overcoming fear and different, you know, challenging situations and circumstances, you know, at a different time, whenever you need him to come through for you, he can be able to impart that kind of power. And that is the supernatural power even over demons. That is the supernatural power to produce wealth in your life. That is the supernatural power to, to help you to reach your destiny, to fulfill your calling. This is when God gives you the power to advance and to progress in your life. Now, you, you can live your life as a Christian trying to achieve everything that you want to achieve in your own strength. And you can take it for granted. You know, um, sometimes when you are... Uh, equipped in a certain way and you don't want to take advantage of that you you, you can just proceed uh, to try and do whatever it is that you want to do without engaging the equipping that you have for an example uh, number one there are believers who get saved receive the holy spirit but they don't feel there is a need to move on to be baptized with the Holy Spirit to a point of beginning to speak in other tongues. And when we, we don't pursue God to that level, of course, there is a dimension that we are missing. There is a dimension that we are missing. Now, this does not mean if you are not speaking in tongues, you don't have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. But for his power to be at play in your life, you need to start pursuing him up until that point. You will see in just a moment, when the Holy Spirit came, Upon the disciples in the book of Acts chapter number 2. The Bible says. They began to speak in other tongues. They began to speak in other tongues. Acts chapter number 19. When again the disciples were asked. Have you received the Holy Spirit? Then they said. We do not even know that there is a Holy Spirit. Fast forward. Then the apostles prayed for them. 
And the Bible says the Holy Spirit came upon them and immediately it says they began to speak in other tongues and prophesied. So there is a dimension missing. If you don't want to pursue the ministry of the Holy Spirit at that level. Now, let's look at these few incidences that I'm talking about, especially from the Old Testament where the Holy Spirit came upon people. Number one, there is a man called Othniel in Judges chapter number three from verse nine. The Bible says, when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for the children of Israel who delivered them. Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother. And then in verse 10 it says, the spirit of the Lord came upon him and he judged Israel, number one. The Holy Spirit did what? Came upon him. And then what did he do? He judged Israel. So in other words, he was appointed as a leader, but God did not want him to lead with his own strength and intellectual capacity. The Bible says the Holy Spirit came upon him and then he began to judge. In other words, he began to lead, to function as a leader. What does that mean? It, it also means even in your own personal life, God wants to equip you with his spirit so that you, in whatever capacity where you are leading, you can be able to do so under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So when you are given the position of power anyway, you know, whether at school, at work, or whatever the case may be, you need to believe or to ask God to baptize you with his spirit so that you can be able to function in that capacity under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Are we together? And then the Bible continues to say, he went out to war and the Lord delivered Kushan Rish. Rishathayim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand. And his hand prevailed over Kushan. Now, in other words, by reason of the Spirit of God upon him, God handed over his enemies into his hands. And that is my prayer for you this morning, that as the Holy Spirit comes upon you, that whatever or whosoever seeks to be your enemy, that God will hand them over into your hands, that you will be able to overcome them by reason of the Spirit of God that is going to be upon your life. Are we together? And number two, of course, the Bible speaks about Gideon as well. The Bible speaks about Gideon that the Spirit of God also came upon him. He was able to do great and mighty exploits. You remember how he was identified by God from his family. He even doubted himself. He even doubted himself. He didn't believe that God can do anything through him. But the Bible tells us that, you know, the Spirit of God came upon him. And because the Spirit of God was upon him... God managed to mobilize an army to be behind him, to support him in the assignment that God has given unto him. So you can see that when God puts his spirit upon you, there is a dimension that he is adding into your natural capacities so that you can be able to do even the most difficult assignment that he has given unto you. Sometimes I meet people who are... You know, how can I put this? People who are, who are shy, they are not so open to, uh, you know, to be appointed 
for anything, you know. When you are given, you know, a, a responsibility at work, you sometimes think, you know, I don't have what it takes, you know, because you are looking at your natural strength, you are looking at yourself. Maybe you, you are not a person who knows how to speak. Maybe you are not a person who knows how to address people or influence people. But once God puts his spirit upon you, he adds a dimension that you are lacking in your life. So that you can be able to, when you speak, people can listen to you. So that they can rally behind you, not because you are smart, not because you are all that, but simply because God has endowed you with power so that you can be able to speak and people will listen to you. So that you can be able to speak and you can influence people and mobilize them around a particular idea, around a particular concept. And I am praying for you that the Spirit of God is going to come upon you, that you are going to go back to work in your business, that you are going to engage people in your world and God by his spirit upon your life he is going to mobilize them to be behind you, to rally behind you, not to be against you but to be behind you so that you can be able to do your assignment in the name of Jesus and number three of course we look at the man Samson in the book of Judges chapter number 14, this is a very interesting one, Barcelona. We know all the exploits of Samson. I'm sure we know them. From verse number 6, the Bible says, And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. I like it because, you know, in as far as Samson is concerned, it does not just say, And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. But it says, And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. So in other words, it, it, the Spirit of God moved not in just an ordinary way, but it moved, the Spirit of God moved, Moved in a special way, in a different way, in a unique way, just so that he can be able to do that which he could not do in his own natural strength. And the Bible says, and he tore the lion apart as one would have torn apart a young goat, though he had nothing in his hand. May you be able to fight your enemies even when you have nothing in your hand, even when you don't have weapons in your hand, the natural weapons that people are using against you as the spirit of the Lord comes mightily upon you may you be able to tear down lions as if you are tearing down the young goat may you be able to get into difficult assignments and produce mighty results. The Bible says the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And, in, and, and, and also in verse, number 10, in verse number 19 it says, And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him again. It says mightily. And he went down Ashkelon and killed 30 of their men, took their apparel and gave the change of clothes of clothing to those who had explained the riddle. So his anger was aroused and he went back up to his father's house. He did so because the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. The Bible says he was able to kill 30 people as if it is nothing, Bazalone. I am here to declare upon somebody that God is about to come mightily upon your life and you, you, are, able, you are going to be able to do difficult assignments, challenging assignments, impossible assignments business business ideas that are difficult to execute may the spirit of the lord 
come mightily upon you. Not just in an ordinary way, but in an extraordinary way. May the Spirit of the Lord begin to move in your life in such a way that you are also going to be surprised with yourself and surprise yourself in terms of the things that you are able to do, the ideas you are able to execute, that even though you are challenged, that even though you are hard-pressed, but you are going to be able to rise up and do that which you cannot do on your own. The Bible says he went down and killed 30 men. And in, in, in chapter 15, verse 14, it says, when he came to Lehi, the, the Philistines came shouting against him. Then again, it says, the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And the ropes that were on his arms became like flex <laughs> that is bent with fire. And his bones broke loose from his hands. May the spirit of the Lord come upon you. May everything that is limiting you, every chain that is binding you, by the strength and the power of the Holy Ghost in your life, may you be able to break all of those chains. May you be able to remove all of those limitations in your life. May you be able to break out until you can be able to do with your hands what God has called you to do in the name of Jesus Christ. Say the Holy Spirit upon my life. Say the Holy Spirit upon my life. And number four, we also see the man called Saul who was, who was anointed as a king. I'm sure we know, we know this story. In 1 in Samuel chapter number 10 and verse number 6, the Bible says, Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, it says. And you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. Oh my goodness. Barcelona. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, he adds a different time. You, in other words, you can never have the Spirit of God upon you and remain the same. The Bible says when the Holy Spirit came upon Saul, he was turned into another man. Who is going to surprise him, surprise his family. May the Spirit of God come upon you and may you surprise your colleagues. May you surprise your your family may you say even when they know you as a timid person fearful person you know a person who is always walking around ashamed but as the spirit of the lord comes upon you may the spirit of god turn you into a totally different person in the name of jesus christ and let me close with this the holy spirit that came upon these individuals it is the same holy spirit that came upon the church in the book of acts chapter number Number two, the Bible tells us that while they were praying in the upper room, the Bible says like a rushing mighty wind, the Spirit of God moved into that room and came upon all the disciples, all the apostles that were in the upper room. And the Bible says like the cloven tongues of fire that, the, you know, he's, he, he was sitting upon each and every one of them and they began to speak in other tongues. But take note, Basarani, of what? begins to happen next, Bazalwan. The Bible tells us that as they were speaking in other tongues, people came and they were surprised to cut the long story short. They said these are drunk. But Peter, who used to be timid, Bazalwan, Peter, who denied Jesus three times, you know, just be, when Jesus was taken away, the very same Peter stands up 
boldly. Why? Because the Spirit of God came upon him and turned him into a different man. The Spirit of God sat upon him. And Peter stands up boldly and he says, These are not drunk. But this is what the prophet Jewel was talking about. That there will come a time where I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And the Bible says your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. He was talking about that time and Peter begins to stand up and declare the gospel to them. The very same timid and you know afraid Peter who was afraid to acknowledge that he's the follower of Jesus. We see him under the influence of the Holy Spirit beginning to become a totally different man and he began to proclaim. He, he began to preach to the people until they said what shall we do? And Peter does not shy away from telling them, from telling them repent. This is what the Spirit of God can do in your life. It can turn you into another man. It can change you into becoming a different woman. It can turn you and you can be surprised at the things that you are able to do in your life. Why? Because you have got some supernatural power that you have been endowed with. All of a sudden you are able to engage at a different level. Why? The supernatural power of God sits upon you. And guess what, Mazzaloni, that in that day, the Bible says 3,000 souls were saved. This is the Peter that Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And the first sermon he preaches, 3,000 men were saved. This is what the Holy Spirit can produce in your life. Mazzaloni, I don't know if you notice, they start 120 in the upper room. All of a sudden, by the wind of the Spirit of God, I'm reminded of how the wind of the Spirit of God gathered the quails in the Old Testament that when the children of Israel were looking for food, the Spirit of God, the wind that was blowing gathered the quails from near and far so that it can be readily available. I don't, I don't know about you, Barcelona, but I see a miracle there that when they were praying in the upper room, they were 120. But when they are walking outside, they find 3,000 people waiting to hear the gospel from them. And the Bible says, Peter, was preaching to them and 3,000 of them were saved instantly by the power of the Holy Ghost. In other words, when the Spirit of God is moving in your life, the Spirit of God can be able to gather your resources and bring them closer to you. Things that were far away from you, the Spirit of God can gather them and bring them closer to where you are. I love it when the Bible tells us that, we, that even when the enemy comes in, the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord, like a flood, will raise up the standard. And this morning, I pray that the Spirit of God will raise up the standard in your life. The Spirit of God will raise up the standard. Even in your career, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up the standard. That when the enemy thinks he can tear your life apart, may the Spirit of, of the Lord rise up in your life. May the Spirit of the Lord raise up a standard in your life against the enemy against all the onslaughts of the enemy against any form of the attack that the enemy can bring through your life may the spirit of the Lord raise up a standard may the spirit of the Lord raise up the standard may the spirit of the Lord send a strong message that you are a child of God that you are the blessed child of God may the spirit of the Lord raise up the standard against your enemies against your opponents 
against anything and everything that seeks to bring you down or pull you down. May the Spirit of the Lord raise up the standard. May the Spirit of the Lord raise up the banners around you. May the Spirit of the Lord begin to send a strong message to the devil that you and your children are protected by the Most High God. That you and your business are protected by the Most High God. May the Spirit of the Living God raise up the standard. And may the Spirit of the Living God begin to gather for you resources that are far away from you. Resources that you need and they are far away from you. May the wind begin to blow. May the wind begin to blow in the eastern and the west and the north and the south. May the wind begin to blow and gather each and everything and bring it to your disposal. The Bible says they woke up Israel within their camps and they found quails lying around. Not because they went out to gather them because the wind of the Spirit of God was blowing and gathered them just so that they can simply, you see, when the Spirit of God is at play in your life, you will sweat less. You will sweat less. Because even when Jesus said to, 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 to all of us in Matthew 28, he said, go and preach the gospel. But guess what happens in Acts chapter number 2? People come. They are 120, they are praying. All of a sudden, there are multitudes waiting to hear the gospel. Oh my goodness. Already, and, and this is the part I like, Basaran. The, the Bible says, as Peter was preaching, the Spirit of God was the one who convicted their hearts. They were, they were pricked in their consciences, making them ready. And we are not going to limit the Holy Spirit to just that dimension of preaching. Because we know that he can convict your boss. We know that he can convict that person that you are trying to strike a deal with. He can convict them. He can work in their hearts. The Bible says, the Bible says, the, the, the hearts of kings are in the hands of God. And he can turn them whichsoever way he desires. The Spirit of God can work in the hearts of the people. And that is my prayer today. That even as you are trusting God for greater things in your life, for greater works, greater acts that you are supposed to be producing and yielding in your life, it is my prayer. That the Spirit of God will move. Can we please stand on our feet? That the Spirit of God will move in your life. That the wind of the Spirit will begin to blow in your life. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.